When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com. BBQ.com for more information. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. That's it. Weapon of pride. The boys. Only cucks find it boring. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great line, boys. That's nice. Weapon of Pride. That is the uh, the winner from Pladio. And finally, a week late, but they got it in. The wake-up song for 2022 is here. <laughs> Initial reaction, Brett? I like it. That's fun. I like it, yeah. Good jam. Right? A nice jam. It's a, it's a, I'm in a jam. I feel like <laughs> yes. I should be around a bunch of Wheaties. That's a weedy. you know, that's yeah. there's lava oh, lamps yeah. involved in that. Nice job, kids. Weapon of Pride. Kind of had a punk feel to it yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I liked the, like, yeah. the riff was cool. Yeah. And anytime you can have the word cucks in a song, based on how often we say it. Nice work. I got to learn the words. When did that, when did that arrive, Rich? Uh, I think early, early yesterday morning. Oh, they got like a one day done. and they, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Nicely. It's well produced. They did a nice job. Yeah. Good job, guys. Weapon of pride. I'm proud of you. And that'll be the wake up song for 2022. Like it or not, don't care. Uh, just people immediately are like, it's a damn good thing I don't listen to you guys uh, for the morning sickness song. <laughs> Everybody's always mean right off the bat. <laughs> ah, that opening that is effing awful. They didn't like it Auto- automatically. That's people just do that all the time. Well, you get used to it. It's Reaches weapon of pride. Yeah. Yep. Every year it's the same thing. I hate it. I hate it. I immediately hate that. What? Why? What's just- this? Because I don't want to be the first guy that says I like it and have it find out everybody else didn't. And then I'm an idiot. Oh, Brady. Brett, give me a big, you know, a high 10. All right, there we go. <laughs> sure. Let me tell you about my Saturday. Oh, you kid. Was it a spirit day? You kid having mother <laughs> for the worst people alive. You should abort now. I don't care how old it is. I got uh, season tickets with my friend Mark. For the Suns, right? Saturday night, the heater in town. Suns got drubbed. Mark texts me at about 11 in the morning, and we have a pretty much a running deal going where we just basically say, you want him, you want him. Yeah. If he's got somebody to go with, if he and his wife want to go, if he and his kid want to go. He's got three kids. One is not uh, 
she lives over on the East Coast now. She's in her early 20s, got a great gig, moved out. Uh, the other boys, uh, the, the youngest boy is a freshman in college in Texas now. And they got this 13-year-old uh, hellion girl, this just little nightmare. She's now – and now she's uh, – now we text each other, me and the 13-year-old. Oh. So I've been uh, pretty much texting with this 13-year-old girl. Oh, yeah, she's, oh, oh, she's got oh. an infection. She's got an infection. I'm trying to help her through it. <laughs> You ever see that Curb Your Enthusiasm no. when the 13-year-old girl got a rash on her vagina oh. and was texting Larry? He's at the doctor and goes, <laughs> and he laughs and he goes, what is it? And he goes, I've been uh, seeing this 13-year-old girl. She's got a rash on her <laughs> And the doctor calls the police immediately. So I, now I feel like that because now I'm getting memes from Kate. She's funny. Anywho, Mark texts me, I don't know, it's 11 in the morning. Uh, game tonight, you want them? And I said, uh, if you want them, you can have them. I said, are the Heat are good? It's a good game. And I said, but I took the last one, so if you want. And he goes, well, let's do that. We'll go. And I'm like, okay, you and I can go. Said, yeah, yeah. And then he goes, and then we know the people that sit in front of us, and we've done ticket changes. When they don't want to go, they'll give us theirs, and sometimes they'll ask us. So if they get a couple extra, we'll just switch and swap their tickets and our tickets for nights that they're like, hey, we've got two more people. Can we have yours? Sure. So Mark got their tickets, too. So now we had four. So he calls me back. Now, Megan can't go because we've got our old people friends, and we have to be very careful with large groups because uh, Paula lives in a facility that tests for COVID. They had a COVID scare, and they're being very strict about where you've been and what's going on. And with what she's gone through because she just lost right. her husband, uh, you know, people visiting and things like that, it's been like I'm going to avoid large crowds for, for my own sanity. Like I can't possibly imagine what it would feel like to go catch COVID and then bring it to a 91-year-old woman that I've been you yeah. know, hanging out with. And I'm like, that makes tons of sense. So I told Mark, I'm on my own tonight. And I said, but I can fill this seat, so let me know. Mark's like, no, I'm in. It's you and me, and then I'll take the other two. And he goes, and he said, either way, uh, two members of my family and me and you are going. I'm like, all right, done. My assumption is it's the boy. He's still in school or town from school, right? So I tell Mark, I'm like, I want to get down to the H&H Ranch, beat the riffraff. So I want to get down to the apartment before – because I don't like dealing with the traffic. and the, the, So 6 o'clock, if you're not down there by 6 o'clock, you start dealing with crap. And the uh, parking garages start lining up. I don't like that. So I'm going to get down there and pregame a little bit. You guys have your own garage, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Or but that, 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 you, they use really? that for – You avoid yeah, all of it. Well, you, Yeah, you get wow. – they charge you for that, for parking down there and everything. If you're there late, there's a guy standing there charging you to get in. Gotcha. And I'm like, all right, fine. So f- I tell Mark, I'm like, 5.15, I'm heading to your house to pick you up. Okay, I'll be there in five minutes. Where are you? Scottsdale. Mike, he's out. All right. All right. Show up at his house. He's not there yet. He gives me the code to get in. I knock on the door. The college kid answers. I see him, and he's like, hey. I'm like, what's going on? He's kind of down. He's playing VR right there in the middle of the room. He goes, did you see me? And I'm like, you're in khaki pants with a VR? So that's a rookie mistake. He's always playing a game. I'm like, yeah. Just future reference from a pro. No khaki pants in VR. That's going to leave stains. You're going to you're going to have the Aleutian Islands right down your right leg here. You d- dummy. You go put on a pair of black pants or sweats or something. What, what's wrong with you? So he's laughing, and then he just leaves. So I'm just standing in their kitchen alone. Mark shows up. It's about five thirty now. <laughs> Stay, hanging out with the dogs. The girl comes out. The, the young one sees me. Has no problem with a stranger in the house at all. Goes, "Where's Matthew?" Her brother. I'm like, I don't know. I actually, what I said was, F- if I know. And I'm like, oops, I forgot. <laughs> and so she just leaves. And still with the dogs. Mark and his wife staggering in. Now the real trouble begins. 
because nobody discussed which kid's going. We got four tickets. There's five people now. And I'm sitting in there, and now it's hell to pay because he's leaving for school. The emotion that starts pouring out of that. I thought you guys wanted to spend one last day with me, but I guess I'll just stay here tonight. Like, oh, okay, he's up. And I'm standing in the kitchen like, well, I'm the odd man out here. I should probably give up my seat, right? Well, then the daughter, who's not there, the other one, she's in town, and she wants to go. So now it's 545, 10 to to 6. And Mark's like, I'll just buy two more tickets. Everybody gets to go. That's it. I don't want to go anymore. Forget it. You guys don't want me. I don't want to go. What is going on? So they go in the back room and fight. This whole thing, Mark grabs me and he goes, seriously, get me out of here. I want out of this. I want out of it all. (laughs) I'm like, what? And he goes, I'm going to kill all of them. And I'm like, well, I do too. And I've only been here for like 45 minutes. So then the other girl calls and she goes, what is going on? This is a show. I have to come home and change. (laughs) And I'm like, well, I'm going to go down to the thing. The whole point of me being here at 515, not 6 like it is now, was to beat the traffic. So then right at 6, everybody decides they're going. Matthew, the boy who had the VR on and the khaki pants. I gotta take a shower. I'll be right back. <laughs> well, he's gonna start getting ready now. <laughs> he climbs in the shower. And I know what he's gonna do. He's got a whole half hour. Off. He's gonna add twenty minutes in that shower. The girl comes out. She's in a tank top and a pair of shorts. She doesn't care. She's got to change her clothes because it's not appropriate. And then the other girl's got to come find us. Oh, it was a disaster. Every ounce of it, Brady, was family nightmare. In the car, they're fighting. Tough the enough whole, getting your wife out of the door. Oh, you rode with all of them? Fighting the whole way. Oh. Well, I drove them because the, the mom and dad had been drinking all day. Uh, call an Uber for oh, God's sake. That's what I no, told them. I said, that's dad, enough. They drinking and now you're responsible. And I said, this is just a disaster. I said, I want, I want you guys to put me up for adoption. This is the worst thing I've ever done. Oh, terrible. And all I thought to myself was, the Pope is so wrong. When I leave the house, I put the dogs in their room, and I'm like, adios. They never start crying about where I didn't take them. Pope's obviously never had season tickets. No, right. Never. <laughs> never had to deal with, like, four season tickets and five people. Oh, it's a disaster. Disaster. So buying the extra ticket wasn't that big of a deal? Two extra tickets on uh, Ticketmaster, and th- but then we get there, and like, well, we don't want to sit away from you guys. Well, that's what that you have to. It's our last, my last but it's night. My last night. And it was like, so then he finds <laughs> he gets two seats. No one was using. Luckily, the seats next to his mom and sister were empty. So much drama just to go to a damn game. And I told Mark, I'm like, why aren't you hitting them? Like in our day, <laughs> our parents would never have dealt with. Well, I don't want to go. Like you, you're not going. Like my dad would have never gone on Ticketmaster and gotten me an extra seat after a fit. I'll tell you, John, if it, oh. if it was my son's last day, I would have never gone to the game. I would have spent that with him. Love of a child, right? It was yeah. his last day alive, for yeah. God's <laughs> sakes. He comes back every two weeks. I've seen that kid more since he's been in college in Texas than I ever did before growing up, uh, you know, right down the road from Mom, every two laundry. weeks. Oh, he's back all the time. That's Fine. the whole point of getting rid of those exactly. kids, sending them off to school. It's also the whole point of college. Right. Ah, Throw don't the F come away. home. Yeah. Go the F away. Mark's Th- buying him plane tickets. They're ah. floating back here all the time. It's crazy. What the hell's wrong with him? He's an idiot. <laughs> 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. We ended up having a nice time. That family, I tell you what. <laughs> Just one mess after nobody made it easier on the next person. All I saw was this person's making it harder for all of us to do another thing. And then when that seemed settled, then another domino would fall. And the little one's upset now. Well, I didn't know he was going to. You're going to buy tickets for him. Are his tickets better than mine? And you forget that they're, uh, you know. She came out in a little tank top and a pair of shorts. And Mark said, will you go you put some clothes on? You're walking around. It looks like a bra and underwear. I'm like, you do kind of look like a prostitute. Just joking. <laughs> and she goes, that's mean. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. They're real super sensitive. You can't. Like, she'll call you ugly. Man. She'll make jokes with right, you all the you time. Can't be mean like, there. she sent me a, a picture, and I sent her back a Ralphie Wiggum that says I'm special. And I said, you look just like her. She goes, you look like him because he's bald. And I'm like, you look like him because he's short and he's yellow. <laughs> He's ugly. You're mean. Like the minute you hit her, like the minute you make contact as a jabber, oh, the kid loses it. Like they don't take jokes well. Just great stuff. And then to the H&H Ranch where my very wood art is up everywhere. And boy, the kids get a kick out they of that. They love that. The kids get a kick out of that. <laughs> Nightmare, I tell you. And then Mark and I just uh, talked about being gay. I'm like, this is, this is why I made the switch. Like this is a nightmare. <laughs> And then the best part was that Mark and uh, and Kristen walked off into another room to argue about like being on each other's t- like they had and it was a funny argument. She's like, "Come here for a second. Couldn't do it in front of the kids or me. So I'm just sitting in the kitchen with these kids that are miserable, looking at Barry Woods crank. Well, that was at my, that was at their house. Oh, okay. Says, I need you to support. And they're hugging. And then Kate wanders over and says, "They're hugging, but I think they're in a fight." And I'm like, "Everybody's in a fight. This whole house is in a fight." And then it's all smiles and acts like everything's normal. I'm like, this isn't normal behavior. They pulled it together, John. It isn't pulling it together. That's masking. (laughs) They're going to kill each other. And then within 20 minutes, we're having the time of our lives. I'm like, how did that happen? How how do you people not? Why do I have to go through this this, pre-20 minute or half hour? 45 minutes there where this was the single most chaotic. My parents are trying to take me to a son's game. And every single person fought it and wanted to go. I didn't get it. All of them wanted to go. We got to the door. Everything seemed settled. And then somebody made a crack. I think it was Mark made a crack about, like, well, we get all this drama out of the way. We're pretty, pretty easy going. And, uh, and the boy heard it and he goes, well, you know what? Forget it then. If I'm just making everybody upset. I'm like, are, is this starting again? You're exacerbating. Is this starting again? <laughs> and then, but he's hilarious. And then we just were fine. Is he the one that you got the Rogaine for? Uh huh. Okay. All right. Well, he's sensitive. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Rogaine is uh, seeping into his brain. <laughs> what a lovely family, though. Until you're in their house and stuff and you see it for real. Then it's just a disaster. By the way, that's Like every most house, families. Yeah, exactly. Every and then I started thinking of my childhood. And I'm like, I, my dad just didn't put up with it. Mark is just a much nicer man than I'll ever be. Or my dad would ever be. My dad never would have tolerated that. You want to go to the Suns game? I don't know. I thought maybe you'd want to spend more time with me. 
I don't know. It seems like you're kind of asking because you have to. Okay, I'll take my friend Larry Blake. And then he would leave with Larry. And I wouldn't get to go because I didn't just say, sure, that sounds great. Thank you. I appreciate the offer. If I didn't appreciate it, I didn't get to go. Like, that was my dad's paycheck from Johnny. Johnny Paycheck. He would basically say, would you like to go have dinner with me and your mom? And if I was like, whoa, okay, never mind then. Bye-bye. Goodbye. There was no, we'll buy you a ticket. I don't know that I would have handled that well. My dad would take things, gifts on Christmas. He'd take them if I didn't act like I liked it. <laughs> All right, fine, <laughs> give it. I'm like, what? Hey, you're an appreciative little bastard. I work hard for this stuff. <laughs> this sucks. This isn't the one I wanted. Well, now you don't get anything. Give it back. Give it to me. I remember there was a couple times I'm hanging onto a coat. Look what's happening. And he's taking my Christmas from me. Hey, you don't act like you like it right away. You're going to complain about it. It goes right back. We'll get the other one. No, 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 no. Other you zeroed no out. Other. This item's been zeroed out. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. He said- Every Christmas, like, this is great. He could have bought me a dress. I'd be like, awesome. Yeah, Dad, Dad didn't tolerate the, the, the first sign of a lack of appreciation. That man did not deal with it at all. He gave you a gift later in life. What's therapy? That? Therapy. Oh, sure. He's responsible for a lot of it. It's not bad though. It's not like I'm, you know, suicidal or anything. no. I got a death wish, but I'm not suicidal. At this point, Brady, who doesn't need therapy? Right. Oh, everyone. Everybody. Everyone. Everybody's that's a, a screwed-up disaster. There isn't a single person out there's like, this is easy. We've got this figured out. You might think you are, but that's your. That's the problem. It was hilarious to watch, but I just thought of you, Brett, and me thinking, oh, it's so beautiful. This is better. Yeah. Not having this. Less people in your house. There's, I think parents invented the phrase too many cooks in the kitchen. Because when you got multiple folks in there's the house. A reason. There's a reason. There's too many people yeah. in the house. When there's more than two, there's too many people in the house. Oh, you were meant to have extra people around. Like you can deal with the one you choose to, and then yeah. that's it. You got other people living in your house. And they're not bringing anything to the party financially. Oh, then oh, they're the, draining. And then the one girl goes, ugh, parking cost me 20 bucks." I'm like, how much was your ticket? My dad bought it. I'm like, the whole night cost you $20 then. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and keep shutting yeah, it. Shut it. Shut your mouth. Ugh, you just drank for free at my thing. And my kids dead. suck. Oh, it's brutal. And I love it. I think they're all great kids. They're the good ones. Like, that family's a bunch of good people. I can't imagine the real dickheaded ones. I don't but, know if it was the gap between my brother and I, but like there was never really um, a fight or on um, using tickets for, because my sister really wasn't into the sports so much. Sure. So I think about made me think about uh, when high state basketball games or football games. It was always uh, brother and I. Yeah, pretty much for the same. But yeah, but that makes I, sense. Trying, like, but there's know. certain things that you know when you have the family out it's the vacation things that certain ones want to do this or yeah. you grew that. up in a time though where it was okay that the boys went and did boy things and the yeah. girls were putting aprons yep. on and doing girl things there was like roles and stuff i remember once my dad tried so hard to get me into hunting and i just didn't i you know he grew up in the woods and then yeah. we grew up in cities like he got jobs in cities like we lived in the towns so i didn't really think there was a necessity to go out and kill my food i didn't find and i didn't find it to be it's manly. It wasn't fun. Like it was a it was a day of walking, and I'm I like bikes and I like uh, cars. I like I like transportation. 
If we're exercising, that's one thing. If we're just walking around hoping Need to have you fun. to herd some deer. Like I like my fun to be in like a room or a designated square. I don't like the earth to be my uh, field. And then we're going to hope with a gun, we're going to walk around and hope we have fun that day. That just sounds like, oh, there's too much, too much terrain to cover. Or get up at a tree stand and hope you don't fall asleep oh. and make sure you're strapped in. But he'd wake up at like 4 and he goes, hey, you want to go with your old man? I'm like, where are you going Saturday at 4 in the morning? Well, we're going to go out and dove hunt. I got no interest in that. And I just, <laughs> I just waved him off. I got, I got no interest <laughs> in that. And I just remember him going, well, maybe. This is how the morning started. Maybe. I'll find a son and I'll rent a boy who wants to be with me. <laughs> I'm like, rent a boy? <laughs> You're going to jail today. <laughs> and I was a smart ass, so that didn't go over very well. You're going to rent a boy? All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to kill you. My dad, he had a trigger. Like, it was, there was no mouth and back. Go ahead, enjoy your day with rent a boy. I hope he speaks English. <laughs> You little son of a bitch, you got a smart mouth. Yeah, I do. Too smart to say things like, I'm going to rent a boy. That's for certain. And my mom, Dan, you can't tell him you're going to replace him with a rental child. Well, he never wants to do anything with me. Because he always wanted to do things I didn't want to do. Want to go wander around the (laughs) desert and hunt? I don't want to do that at all. You want to go play basketball at Chrisman Elementary? No, God, no, I don't. You don't do things with me either. Now he's like, get this. He gets up before it lights. Oh, pfft, I. Uh, he's getting up at hunting time right yeah. now for his job. If, yeah, well, that, he cursed me with that one. I'll, I'll never forget the day he, Stephen King, thinner cursed me when I was on the couch and he's going to work and I was up eating cereal at 4.30 in the morning, still up from the night before, and he's going to work. And he goes, where, where, are you just getting up? I'm like, I haven't gone to bed yet. And he goes, this. This isn't how the world works. You're going to have to get up for a job and go to bed at a decent time. And I'm like, yeah, maybe you will, dude. Oh, not me, bro. I'm going to figure it out my way. I'm on a different nocturnal schedule. It's not how the world smack works. you smack in the mouth? Uh, he, he did something worse, Brett. He cursed my entire life to have an alarm <laughs> go off at four in the morning to teach me that this is not how the world works. And he won. He won. <laughs> Told you. He won. He was 100% right. And I told him, well, I'll just work nights. You won't make a penny doing that. I'm like, well, I'll figure it out. You're going to have to get up in the morning and go to bed at a decent time. Like, Not me, old man. That's your way. If you, you'll say, if you, old man, say. you'll see I'll make it. <laughs> going to be a nightclub comic. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I was thinking. And then, of course, he couldn't have been more right. But I watched a family just. Disintegrate, rebuild, disintegrate, and rebuild like six times right in front of me. And I admired it. And I also was the happiest I've ever been for not having anything to do with it. I could leave it. And boy, they just would not let me leave. Mark kept saying, please take me with you. <laughs> and it's just horrifying. Surprised he doesn't say, take me out. He wants, he will. I think, <laughs> I think if we had weapons, he would have allowed it. You keep it down to just one member to have the family drama in your yeah. situation. Uh, I- Look, there's drama everywhere, I mine and anyone else's. But now you got five people you in one house. You don't want drama in numbers. You got somebody coming and going. You got people living from out of town. Oh, it's, they're like house guests now that feel obligated for you to still pay for everything. Imagine having a house guest that just assumed you were going to pay for everything. That's a kid in their twenties. <laughs> they just come back like, "Well, you pay for it. Pay for the ticket to come see me. Stay in the house for free. All the activities are covered." And then sometimes you just sit back and like, how long are they going to ride this? Uh, as long as they can. Yep. Until someone says they can't. 
You know what I was never allowed to do? Bring a girlfriend to dinner uh, out. You know, like if our family was going out to dinner, my dad wasn't paying for someone else. Someone else? My dad wasn't going to pay for my chick, which I never brought to the house in the first place, or my sister's boyfriend. He's not doing it. That starts a precedent where you got to start taking these people out all the time. We did it. Oh, of course you did it. Your parents, you took advantage of that. Your parents are no, it, always going to be nice about it. Never once would Torp our, say, I'm not paying our for Our parents her. rotated around. I mean, there was like four or five families that you're, you're good friends. Sure. And most of the time, if you're going out with them. Oh, with the families. But you, you're, you didn't date a girl and just drag her along if you didn't know. Like, the, if you, like you guys all had your weird little uh, Pleasantville. We know the families. We've been friends with them forever. Yeah. And then you start falling in love with their daughter. Vacations. Right, that's ridiculous. That's you guys were. That's awful. There's a lot of pent up aggression inside all of you that has not been dealt with. I'm positive. Because I wouldn't bring. Would you ever bring a girl and hey, Dad, take us no, to dinner? No, he's not doing it. No, he's not paying for her. Like maybe Get a dinner, goddamn have, job. Yeah, my, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you pay. You yeah, take us. Exactly. You're not going to ask me to do that. And there I'm talking to Mark, and he goes, "They got a little upset the other day because they all wanted to go out to Hillstone, and then they changed their mind and wanted to go to Steak 44." I'm like, "The whole brood." And he goes, "And his girlfriend." And I'm like, "What?" What happened to you? We grew up in the same neighborhood. There's a whole lot of no nut falling out of your mouth. Well, I wanted steak forty four too, but I gotta <laughs> well, take you them all. Wife should go. Yeah, then you Screw them, little Tell bastards. Me. My parents never like if we went to Black Angus. It was it, twice a year tops, and it was the biggest deal on the. Planet. She can have some bread. We'd go out to eat, but it was like as a group. Yeah, you bring somebody along. It better be your birthday. That's the only time my dad was splitting the bill for a friend, and there were limits on that. You get one guest for your birthday dinner. Oh, yeah? All right, I'll bring Mark. Right. A lot of times the parents would go, well, if you're gone, here's money for my son or here's money for my daughter. You would hope so, yeah. but that's not the case. And it wasn't Steak 44. No, I ain't going to Steak 44. <laughs> I told them that. I said, you spoiled these kids with sushi and Steak 44 when they were 12 and didn't appreciate it. Now they expect it. I didn't, I didn't know what a nice steakhouse was until I was in my late 20s. I thought Black Angus was like top notch. I wasn't allowed to go with them to the nice places. They wanted to enjoy their night. Why would they drag me along to a night they wanted These aren't to enjoy? For kids, they didn't for kids. They were looking to have a nice evening. I was the thing that always ruined that. Always. So the nice evenings when they'd spend a little money, I wasn't invited. Miserable, and they were happy. Those I remember those nights. My mom and dad had a night out without us, and we knew it was without us. They were so happy. And that lady would yeah, come. loved it. That lady would show up that we barely knew that would stand. Hi, I'm here to watch them. Okay, we're leaving, and we don't know if we're coming back. This is We're happy. And you saw beaming, smiling faces on people who, you know, for at least eight hours had aborted us. Like, this is what it would have been like had we stabbed them out. <laughs> this, is, this is how life could have been. Don't get me wrong. I love my kids, but if I didn't have them, I'd be happier. We'd be traveling. Gotta have your nights out. We'd be at dinner. We'd be. Yeah, I'm miserable. Yeah, it's crazy. But I was just so. I'd never been happier to be vasectomized and just watch. Because I figured once they're out of the house, things would get better. It was worse. And I was part of it. But I did make a new friend, and she's 13, and we send each other memes. It's cute. (laughs) Having a great time with that. A really nice time. She's funny. Her memes are hilarious, and she's a very funny kid, which makes it worse. Because I'm actually enjoying like, She sent me a text yesterday. I'm like, look at this. To Megan. Who's that? I'm like, it's Kate. 
Meet who? Stebbings. The 13-year-old? <laughs> yeah, we text. What's the big deal? Look, I told her she's ugly. <laughs> she that drives her so crazy. It drives her nuts. You're such a jerk. And I'm like, I know. This is wrong. This is going to end up on my... This is how I'm going to be found. You know, that rope around my neck tied to a door. Gurgling <laughs> on my own spit and the phone's Totally next to grooming. Me. And the cops are like, hmm. Text just came in. Maybe this person knows him. And they call and it's a, it's a 13-year-old girl. <laughs> Hello? Do you know a John Holmberg? Ew, gross. Fake Uncle John? Why are you texting him? Yeah, she sent me this one, and it's a picture of a little mentally challenged boy. And I said, oh, your school picks this year are perfect. <laughs> I hate you. Yeah, you don't want to play this game with me. I've got some experience. <laughs> My 13-year-old pen pal. <laughs> it's a thing. It's adorable, but it's a thing. You know? But uh, and then we go to the game and the Suns just got clobbered. So it was, uh, it didn't make it better. Tough night, and it might not get better. Are you ready for uh, Delta Cron? Oh yeah, Delta Cron is here. Omicron and Delta have teamed up. Kind of like when Albertson verdicts out on how powerful it is. Well, it's up. powerful. It's got a great name. <laughs> Delta Cron. Uh, yeah, Delta Cron is pretty sweet. I'm enjoying the uh, the new names more than I am the actual diseases, but everybody's got something right now. Flu or allergies or the Omicron, Deltacron, but Deltacron's a coming. I think it's in Croatia or something stupid. Cyprus. Cyprus. There you go. It's in something dumb that we wouldn't, you know, but it'll get here and then we'll freak out over Deltacron. So when Deltacron was announced yesterday, I said, oh, good. This is going until at least March because they just bought another month and a half worth of fear with Deltacron. Now, this is, this is different than Fluorona. It's Fluorona with Delta. Oh, wow. No, it's so new and improved. Up. Delta, COVID, Omicron, COVID. Together. Have, have merged and made Deltacron. Fluorona <laughs> was when the flu just grabbed yeah. hold of old Corona. Oh. Well, you know, old Corona. Nobody's talking about the old OG. Corona. Well, like the old Corona. Well, yeah, you're yeah. getting you, both. You can get, Oma, same time. You can get the Oma flu, but the that's a tough flu. one. But old Corona's like, everybody's not talking about old 19 no more. And 19 is around going, hey, I'm the original, the OG. And then the flu's like, hey, I want to pick you up. It's like, a, it's like if somebody bought Radio Shack. Like, we're going to grab Radio Shack and we're going to make it great again. When Justin Timberlake bought MySpace, that's what just happened when the flu picked up the original uh, COVID. And so they're teamed up, flu and COVID. And now Delta and Omicron are merging, creating a uh, cold monopoly. But Deltacron is out, which, you know, everybody's, okay, blah, 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 blah. Bottom line is it's going to scare us until March. There's going to be fear tactics and nonsense at least to March whenever Epsicron comes out. And then we get a new thing to worry about that doesn't really do much of anything. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much over it except for the naming. This is like a band generator now. They're coming up with some gems. Deltacron is a phenomenal name. That is solid. Deltacron. I would buy a Deltacron album just not knowing anything about them. It just sounds cool. When I heard it the first time I heard it, it was the 70s uh, Tony Orlando song, Delta Dawn. Oh, Delta Delta Dawn. I didn't even think of that Deltacron. Somebody somebody just texted that in. What's that flower you have Yeah, Deltacron. Well, that's something only guys pushing 60 would have thrown at us. Nice job, Brady. Way to bring up Tony Orlando and Dawn. (laughs) Nice toss. Is that Tony? I don't think that's Tony Orlando. Delta Dawn? Yeah, I think Delta I, Dawn, Delta. I think so. Uh, you might be right. It might not I be that. I thought it was, but. He did tie a yellow ribbon. Yeah. yeah. And knock three times on the ceiling if you want to dance. 
Twice on the pipes. <laughs> There's a pipe sound in that stupid song. And, of course, uh, Telma Hopkins was one of Dawn, and then she went on to star as... Uh, Shut up, yeah, really? Yeah, she was one true? of the friends on Give Me a Break. I know a lot about that from that. Wow. Not three times on the ceiling if you want to be. What's on the pipe? Tanya down, Tucker. Down. Tanya it's Tucker Delta to Dawn. Delta. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Delta Cron, Delta Cron, what's that flower you have on? <laughs> anyway, you're all going to be afraid of it. You're going to catch it. You haven't gotten anything yet. No. You're Toledo, next. You got something. I'll get everything. But you kept testing negative. Yeah. I don't know what you had, Flu. but I don't like it. Flu. And I'm not feeling 100% Flu today. Flu Rona. I'm, 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 okay. I'm running okay. about 85 <laughs> for the last two days, about 85%. And I've been cursing you the whole time. <laughs> don't blame well, me. You brought me that goddamn flu. Stinks. I don't think I have it, but I don't feel up to snuff. I'm, I'm drugged down a little bit. I actually asked Hopkins yesterday because Hopkins had a, like a one-day version of something. I'm like, what did you feel? And was it this and that? And he's like, ah, I just felt run down. I'm like, damn it. To I'm, I'm running screw. that. Yeah. Oh, no, my head is spinning because I'm like, do I do stuff? Do I go to work? I, like, I don't feel do I tell 100% anyone? right. But I had corona in November. I don't think I can get it again. And then you get, you get uh, little subtle hints from your boss. Don't rush back. Yeah. Oh, no. Sure well, that, that was you. Feeling okay. uh, that's not what they said to me, Toledo. <laughs> <laughs> they said that to you. We all said it. In fact, you're here too, so you should right. go now. You should go now. <laughs> what are you doing Why here? are you here? It's been a... <laughs> Delta Dawn also done by Helen Reddy, by the way. Delta Cron. It's a version by Bette Midler, too. Of course. Every broad did it, evidently. <laughs> yeah. I just... I, it's weird, because I don't want to drag the flu in here. I don't want to drag Delta Cron into the said room. Jen Gardner already drug it in here. Gardner brought it last week, but I felt good about that because I can't really catch the, the – I can't catch in. any of the Crons right now because i got the super immunity. Keep, keep telling yourself. I that. know, but do I? I don't know how it works, but I don't want to – I don't either. But this is I, – I feel fine. I feel run down. Normally, this would have been like, ugh. Like if without all the COVID stuff, I'd have been like, no big deal. I'm just not up to snuff. But now my brain's playing with me. Like, am I, sniffles anything? It might be yeah, a little bit. But is everybody at work? People have said that die? in the past after having it. It was yeah. like months. You just never felt like you had the energy level. Yeah. I'm, it's not even an energy thing. I just feel a little bit heavy. Yeah. Like, I can pick it up and do stuff. But I don't want to make other people sick. I don't want to be yeah. that person. Like, that's my biggest concern. I don't care if I get it. I don't care what happens. Even, you know, well, I mean, even if it's people. a cold. You still, like, I can't go in. You're going in with a cold. Oh, everybody looks at you like you're yeah. bringing fire to them. Like, you're literally on fire just walking chance. around in the gas station. Hi, everybody. It's like, get him out of here. And the timing of coming off a break. and Yeah, it's but we're we're going to be stuck with something for Ever. pretty much, well, it's an election Forever. year. And it's an election year, so I would assume something massive will occur again in June or July where we all have. You know, somebody's got to ride in on the white horse, and they need a bad guy to ride in and kill. So my guess is they're going to, because the economy is kind of weird, somebody's going to try to manipulate something and look like a hero, and I would venture to guess it's going to be COVID. So it'll be thrown at us over and over. Delta Gron. Epsicron. Delta Epsicron. Delta Uma Epsicron. Oh, my God. It's too many Crons. Omega Cron. Cron. They just call it Cron once. Lacron. Lacron James. No, that's pushing it. <laughs> it's coming. You've got Lacron James six. That's his number. You guys are screwing around with everything now. 
Was it was it in Toledo where you met a Carmelo? Isn't that where you you had like? No, I was at a Circle K like a week after Carmelo got drafted, and some lady was yelling at her baby. Carmelo, stop! I'm like, already? <laughs> Black community? He was just a Syracuse standout. Yes. You don't name him after that yet. Carmelo, no! I'm like, mm-mm. He's got You'll hope. see. It was my favorite candy, and he's my favorite orangeman ever. He was Syracuse, right? I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Orange man, back before they changed it to orange. You've got Flonacron. What? Yeah, you catch it from Flon. No, <laughs> not a thing. Anyway, Ramadamalingdongkron. Mm. That's when it dies down a little. Yeah, bit. well, no, it's when we're all just like you're just being silly. You guys are playing with us, but I think it's going to be like I'm not saying it because I'm a, you know, I'm not Paul Revere. This isn't some genius move where I know something no one else knows. You guys realize this is a political game on both sides, and the more you fight, the more you keep it alive. You fight for your side. All you're doing is keeping this thing screaming loud. The more you yell about vaccines and masks on either side, the more they're like, they're still interested. Keep naming things. Keep it alive till November. Blah, 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 cron. For boring people. Research money is just pouring in. Exactly. I ain't wearing no, I ain't getting no. You should get a, why aren't you wearing a? They're still interested. Come up with a new one. A bunch of people are saying the Wrath of Kron. The Wrath of Kron. I like that. Uh, I like Star that. Trek. <laughs> we have to go the full nine. <laughs> Star Trek 2, the Wrath of, the Wrath of Kronikron. Kron, Kron, Kronikron. That's not a thing, is it? It's happening. In a world. Everything's going to be a movie preview for it. Terrible. Marvel Comics presents the Wrath of Kron. Screw it. Just forget it. You know, I think I think we could take Brady's approach medically here. Like he does with all problems in life. We just ignore them. I think it goes away. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure if we all took that approach to with this, then you just won't wake up it. one day. Right. Start but that's going to happen it. anyway. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think if we just took the Dr. Brady Bogan's advice and said, there's a problem, just ignore that. Plus, Brady... <laughs> Valderie. It's your God's plan. Yeah. Well, if he could do the Valderie Valdera out of this, I think we all can. I'm pretty sure it works. Valderie Valdera right around it. And then if we stop acting interested in masks and variants and everything else, they'll stop talking about it. The mask theater is getting well, it's really be- It's because CNN and Fox make money off every time yeah. we watch and get mad. Yep. The, the more pitted you are to a side, the more they're like, hey, we're killing it right now. They're killing it right now. They're making a fortune off of scaring you. And the more fired up you are, the more they're going to talk about it. So I think maybe it's time we just, we went with Brady's route. (laughs) Ignore it. And if we just ignored COVID, stuffed it way down into a box, and stopped counting all the dying people, stop counting dying people. It's not a bad idea. Let's see what happens. We haven't tried it yet. No. We haven't tried ignoring it. Maybe it's like a teenage girl. If you ignore it, it starts behaving. They dropped it years ago, uh, our updates on the flu, because there's just no money on it. You're, like every month, you could, make it, you could make an oh, announcement. Absolutely. You could scare the hell. And you'll still get some people, but it's yeah. not enough for these entertainment-based news channels to have ad revenue go up because they've got an audience that's lost their minds and can't get enough information so they can argue with people that they don't even want to be friends with. You don't want to be friends with the person you're yelling at about the mask if they disagree with you. You don't even, why are you talking to them? And last week, let me take my mask off to argue with you. 
Right. Let me t- well, see, you know, you're starting it because you, you've chosen a side. But you're right. But you've no, chosen the lady a side. I know that. who you're talking about. But you're bringing it up as if to say she's the idiot and the other guy's the winner. That's it. We're pitted no matter what. That's it. Just ignore it. So what? You don't want to be friends with that guy. You don't want to be friends with somebody who's not wearing a mask if you're a masky and vice versa. So stop it. I say we ignore it. Doctor. I'm okay. I mean, yeah, I guess I think it is most people. Like if someone around, I've been around people that still wear a mask. Sure. Okay. I'm yeah, as long as you're not totally you know, mad at me for not wearing a mask. Right. Yeah. But then you don't want to be friends with them. Yeah. So you ignore yeah. them. You've done the right thing. If somebody with a mask is like, Brady, if you don't wear a mask, we're not going to. Okay. I guess we're not going to hang out then. Yeah. I have to ignore you. Valerie, Valderon. He happy wanders away. It's perfect. Instead of going, I don't wear a mask because the science says. And like, here we go. This is from NPR, John. NPR's headline today. Things seem grim now, but America's COVID situation could get better in six to eight weeks. Until the new one comes out. Or not. Six to eight weeks. (laughs) You got eight weeks. Six to eight weeks. And do things seem grim? I had a great time at the Suns game with a family that couldn't get along. I thought things are great. A whole family fighting all night. They were dying to get COVID. Every one of them. They've had it, haven't they? Well, they're, they want it again. <laughs> Is that their bonding time? You know how they got COVID? They went on a family vacation, and the kids got to bring friends. Is that true? And the friends brought it. And then they all had to lock down in their house in San Diego. Because <laughs> they all had COVID. The trip they <laughs> remember for the rest of their lives. ruined that trip. Oh, no. <laughs> They busted. They busted up a friend. I'm like, why did you allow a friend? Well, they wanted their friends to go. Like, You're too nice. I, I'm never allowed to go on those trips. Was he always this way? Was he always this much kind I of think he's making, I think he's making up here? for his his parents. I think he's making up for never getting to go. You know, it's nice. It's very nice, but it's that nobody's appreciating it. I witnessed that. Well, that's just it. It's the start, appreciation right knocking, there. You need to start knocking their heads together. John Burt's uh, conspicuously quiet. I think his people stopped counting dead people a long time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Time. Like Italians. <laughs> Italians stopped counting the dead a long time. Seems like there's some type of about. who's counting. <laughs> Boy, there's a lot of bad swimmers in New York. That's for sure. They're washing up like crazy. They stopped counting. Over 13 dead. But who's counting? <laughs> Working with concrete is dangerous. We count, we count the dead all the time. Stop counting it. It's the new strategy for the year, I think. Just ignore it. We've yet to try it. I've had the Fauci come out, tell everybody, just ignore it. Hopefully it goes away. Questions? We're just going to ignore it? Yep. That's tough to follow up a question for, Dr. Fauci. Thank you. CDC's decided to ignore it. What do you think? I'm going to do that. I'm going to go out and ignore things. Should have ignored it two years ago, as it turned out. Couldn't, but now we, now we know. Ignore it. And when people start dying, like, oh, man, they got that cold. It's tough stuff. And then maybe we'll be all right. Maybe not. But who cares? It's better than this. Delta Cron. When I heard that, I'm, that was my first reaction. I was like, oh, crap. It's like Groundhog's Day. A little groundhog pops up with a mask on. I'm like, oh, crap. Six more weeks of Delta Cron. <laughs> Every time he comes out of the ground, I'm like, ah. Oh, was he wearing a mask or did he see his Son shadow? Of- hey, he's wearing a mask and he saw his shadow. Son of a bitch. Six more weeks of Delta Cron. He's just done with it. Uh, it's 7.20. What do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? Wake Up Song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Josh and the boys going to take care of you guys this winter. If you're heading up north and uh, doing some skiing, some snowboarding, they got you dialed in. Or if you are 
jumping up on the trails. They got all the mountain bike and BMX stuff to get your ride going the right way. Best wrenches in town. So hit them up, actionrideshop.com, as well as on all the socials. And uh, we got Metallica on the list, Slipknot, Limp Biscuit, Soil, Maiden making an appearance, uh, System of a Down, Concert Second Rock there, Static X, Ghost, Bullbeat, Clutch, Parkway Drive, Prong, Godsmack. Hmm. Parkway Drive is always interesting. That's a great song, too. I love that song. And The Void, which we've kind of been living in for Kinda, yeah. the longest time. All right. Delta Cron brings us The Void by Parkway All right. Drive. Some people very nice about the theme song. Some not so much, too. <laughs> yeah, some are me. I like this one. David Andrews said it. It sounded like it was uh, right off the Train Spotting soundtrack, which I love that soundtrack. Yeah. So maybe that's why I kind of like it. Did they say Brett is here to stay at the beginning? If so, that's brilliant. <laughs> I didn't catch uh, that. It's not a bad song. I'm a weedy, and that's not a weedy song. It seemed kind of weedy jam bandy to me. Let's let's listen to see if they said Brett's here to stay. I didn't hear that part. I didn't either. Work sucks, but there we can't is. delay. The Red Radio. Ah, yes. Ah, I see. Yeah. Okay, that's not Brett. I'll go with the other one, though. Yeah. Well, then I'll go for the remix. I'll go for the remix. You're not, well, you know. I'll go for it. I know you'd go for it, but let's not get too comfortable. Oh, my gosh. Shut the front door. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet! Mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.